1: Hey, do you like a good hack to make your life easier? This cleaning hack has taken the internet by storm. It's to get burned off grime off your pots and pans. (laughs) Really? Who will wash these pots and pans? The secret, sprinkle salt and baking soda on the pan, and then add liquid dish soap. Then, scrub the pan with steel wool, put paper towels on top of the pan, and pour some white vinegar over the paper towels... I'm kidding you. I, these TikToks are addictive. The pans look brand new. They look like they've never been used as they the, pull uh, off the paper towel. Is this it's the like, kitchen wow. equivalent
2: of a biori strip?
1: Yes. Yeah. You can't look away. You're right. It's like you take a biori and you have to look right. at the biori to see if there's any right. blackheads. So it's the
2: kitchen equivalent. Oh, you'll be
1: so addicted to pan videos. I'm not kidding you. Does I'll show you one like in a minute. A,
2: You sound like the the guy that just passed away from the Ronco videos. (laughs) Wipe it and forget it.
1: But wait, there's more. (laughs) Coming up, when your son or daughter was born, do you remember how much the hospital bill ended up being? (laughs) When your son or daughter was born, do you remember how much the hospital bill ended up costing you? A hospital bill from a couple whose child was born in 1955 Mm -hmm. has gone viral. Yeah, It was in Belleville, Kentucky.
2: How much did the little uh, bundle of joy cost?
1: It included <laughs> delivery and a three-night stay, and it was, drum low, please, <laughs> 60 bucks.
2: Whoa! The
1: room and board and nursing service section is marked as 27 bucks. Delivery room, $15. <laughs> Infant care, $6. Drugs and medicine, $11.95.
2: Their room was $27. If yeah, you can't park for an hour at a hospital now <laughs> no. for $27. <laughs> if you
1: factored in inflation, that bill would be just over $600 today. <laughs> so this like I said it's went it's gone viral. So in just a minute I'll tell you some of my favorite responses oh. of people seeing this 1955 delivery bill. Wow.
2: You can't go to like, baby. you can't go to the emergency 24-hour clinic And say, I got a little bit of a head cold for less than 60 bucks. No way. (laughs) Much less delivering a child and staying for three days. Can't imagine.
1: Can you remember the hospital bill when your son or daughter was born of bill from 1955 has gone viral? And I'm going to share with you my favorite responses that people commented on On social social media in just a minute. That'll be cool. Talking about this bill from 1955 for a hospital stay. Giving birth and it was Mm -hmm. three nights in the hospital, the nursing, the medicines, everything. It was only sixty bucks, and if you factored (laughs) in inflation, only six hundred dollars to give birth to a baby. Just got a text from my sister; her second daughter ended up having to be C-section, not their choice, just was an emergency. Okay, and they were in between jobs, in between insurance companies, ten thousand dollar bill for their daughter being born here we what if go a reminder about that when she asks for yet another like <laughs> pair of jeans or something uh, but this uh this bill went viral and there's some other responses um one person put ha 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 thank god for insurance another response a c-section here forty thousand dollars mm. and then another wow. response check out this one just my bill, just shy of seven hundred thousand dollars for me, ninety-six days in the NICU will do that.
3: Oh
2: yeah. Wow. Neonatal
1: mm. intensive care. That is whew. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: we had a couple of really expensive kids because Tracy had um pregnancy induced high blood pressure. What do they call it? Uh preeclampsia. Cl- yeah. She had that and had to be hospitalized. Leading up to a couple of times, man, that wasn't cheap. Yeah. Again, thank God for insurance, but still submitting and resubmitting bills. And they're not going to cover. What do you mean? They're not going to cover that and back and forth and back and forth is crazy. Okay, so how much was it? 60 bucks. 60 bucks. To have a kid back then. 1955. I uh, I have found prices of other things in 1955. We'll go through some of those in a minute. Okay, this is going to blow your mind, Taylor Scott. You were talking about how much it cost to have a baby back in 1955. Yeah. 60 bucks, three nights in the hospital. Food was probably a lot better, right? Sure it was, yeah. <laughs> Here's some other things. I, I Googled it and found some what things cost back then, and then I I Googled cost of them now. Okay. Okay? So a house in 1955. Average home cost in the United States of America nine thousand one hundred dollars
1: for a house. Whoa, I thought you were going to say like fifty thousand. dollars Now the
2: average is two hundred seventy thousand. How about wow. that for inflation, huh? Wow. Okay, a car. How much do you think a car cost back in
1: nineteen fifty-five? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. If a house was nine thousand, was a car eight hundred?
2: No, high end was uh, the highest end was two thousand nine hundred and forty four dollars, which reflects how much a car a car costs now. Average car is thirty seven thousand dollars, but if you look at the numbers, it percentage wise, it, it's about the same. Like it's about a the third of a cost of a house is the car. Hmm. Okay, um, what else? No, I was off on my math there. Mathematicians do not call me and tell me how off I was. I <laughs> I just realized my math wasn't even close there. Okay, uh, a loaf of bread. How much do you think it cost uh, back in 1955?
1: 29 cents.
2: 18 cents? It's $2.50 now. And this one was the kicker. A Mickey Mouse lunchbox. How much do you think it cost back then? And how much do you think you'd have to pay for one on Amazon now?
1: Yeah, now it's like a collector's item, right? So now I'd I'm saying, say... No, this
2: would be new. Just a new one. A new one, one okay. then and a new one now.
1: Okay. Back then, I'd say $1.25. Okay. Close. Um, Now... Thirty-five.
2: A Mickey Mouse lunchbox in nineteen fifty five was eighty-eight cents. Whoa. (laughs) With thermos. Nowadays it's nineteen ninety-nine on Amazon. (laughs) About
1: that. That's not too bad though, actually. Twenty
2: bucks compared to eighty-eight cents?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, in today's standards, twenty bucks for a lunchbox isn't too bad.
2: No wonder when you go to Disney, Mickey's smiling from ear to (laughs) ear.
1: (laughs) He's rolling in the cash. Oh yeah. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. We sure could use a good mood story, right? Uh, Are you fairly patriotic? A minor league baseball game in Michigan started out normal enough until it was time for the national anthem. Up steps with his little walker helping him, a 96-year-old World War II vet John Pileman, and he started singing the National Anthem. Oh,
0: say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming?
1: He's 96 years old. Everyone loved how it came from his heart, and it was someone who knows the true meaning of the flag. And the video of him singing has been viewed over three million times. No kidding. Everyone's so inspired by he's him. He's probably
2: going to be invited by teams all over the country
1: <gasps> Yeah, to come and sing. I wonder if he's game to travel. The national
2: anthem. That'd wouldn't, be awesome. Wouldn't that be cool?
1: Coming up, how do you feel about the idea of renting your clothes? How do you feel about the idea of renting your clothes? <laughs> it used to be your first question about huh. a piece of clothing is, does it fit, not... Is it you, new or used? Uh, young adults, especially Gen Z, are way more willing to rent their clothes versus growing their wardrobe. I thought the reason is because that, that way you're not posting the same outfit over and over on social media. Mm-hmm. But they say it's because they care about the environment. But... um there's a lot more companies out there. Like, there's Rent the Runway. Huh. I've heard about that for yeah. like fancy schmancy. Outings. Yeah, you can rent
2: a really nice. And outfit, that kind of sure. makes
1: sense because you're just wearing it to one Guys fancy night. Guys have been night.
2: renting tuxedos. For yeah, years. <laughs> exactly. So now
1: why not rent the gown? But then there's other companies like I think Stitch Fix. You can either rent them and ship them back, or you have the option to buy a piece if you really love that shirt mm. or that skirt or that something.
2: Clothing store Express. I like their clothes. They uh, they have a rent. Are you thing, serious? And I've never been tempted to do it. No, ever. I thought you're, when you said it's the environment, I thought you were going to say it's their minimalist lifestyles they're all trying to live.
1: That's part of it, too, the environment. Because I don't see where it would help the
2: environment if it's the clothes are still being produced, they're still being worn, and they're still being, they send them back and someone else wears them. What about all the shipping back and forth? Yeah, (laughs) that's true. That's true. Because
1: I guess a lot of clothes end up in the landfill, but I thought Hmm. the same thing. What about all the boxes and.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. Packaging. I, I'd be interested to see what what is the carbon footprint there. Mm-hmm. Hmm, let's really dig into that one. I just the whole idea of renting clothes like I don't even like to rent bowling shoes. <laughs> that freaks me out. So I, I don't know if I would be okay with renting clothes.
1: Do you uh, like your son or daughter's boyfriend or girlfriend? That's always an interesting aspect of parenting, isn't it? <laughs> 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 We're going to talk about that next. I'm telling you there's one thing they don't warn you about parenting. It's not in the TV commercials. It's there's just no class for it and that is navigating your son or your daughter starting the dating years. Oh yeah,
2: you can't you can't pick who they date. No. You can guide them, you can mm-hmm. try to direct them, give them like guidelines of yeah. what to look for in a significant other, but yeah, yeah, sometimes they'll come home with someone and you'll be like okay <laughs>
1: yeah and sometimes not judging thrilled.
2: them not judging that person yeah. but saying that's not the person i thought my kid right would pair off with.
1: yes and so that's what uh, that is the background information you need for this story uh got together with a friend of mine and her son the other night and um we were talking about how hard it is like when you're dating and one of you moves away mm-hmm. the person who's left behind life is stale it's still the same the other person's off living this new great, experience you know, like maybe they graduated high school earlier than you and they're off at college like for mm-hmm. me i was at wheaton and glenn went off to law school right and we were apart for a year and that happened to my friend's son and he goes yeah we we're dating and i really didn't see it when we were dating but then as soon as our Our relationship was long distance. I realized, yeah, she's insane. (laughs) <laughs> and the relationship did not work it took out
2: distance and to realize how crazy
1: yeah. mom and dad were very grateful <laughs> they had been very patient waiting and waiting yeah. for
2: him to see the crazy yes, that they saw long e- before exactly
1: yeah <laughs> so if that's your kids if they're dating someone that you're like oh i don't know if that's the best person for my baby girl or my baby boy Um, Be patient and pray a lot. (laughs) No
2: kidding. So this is an interesting topic about your kids and the people that they choose to date or maybe Mm -hmm. even marry. It can be be stressful. It can be hard. And um, my wife and I, we have four kids. And I'm by no means an expert. I'm still figuring this thing out, by the way. Um, But what I have found is um, they're going to date people you absolutely love and they're going to date people that you are like what were they thinking and why just because values or lifestyle or what that person's into compared to how they were raised is completely different but what i've found is all of that surfacey stuff is just that it's surfacey stuff you want to get beyond all that and get to the heart of the person what are they about what makes them tick what what are they saying their life is going to be about? And that's where you're really going to find mm-hmm. whether they're a good match or not. Whether they're into the same kind of movies that you raise your kids watching or music or whatever. It's nice if they do stuff. Like, I wish my daughters would date someone that's into cycling. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be able to go on long bike rides and talk to these, you know suitors about who they are and stuff because it's a great environment to talk but so far that's a non-starter as a matter of fact amber's dating a guy who does not like to exercise at all (laughs) and that's my thing i love to exercise so we're trying to find other stuff that overlaps but his heart is great he has her best interests in mind he loves her so that that smooths over the fact that he loves marvel movies and i've never seen one
1: <laughs> <laughs> i highly recommend captain america by the way
2: <laughs> matter of fact we've learned to we've learned to laugh at the differences like he loves professional wrestling i don't only not get it but did never pictured my daughter amber dating someone that was into professional wrestling yet here we are
1: <laughs> voila
2: and like I said, when they first started dating, I was scratching my head at some of that stuff, but I've come to, I, honestly, I love the guy. He's a great guy. That's awesome. Great guy. I'm happy he's dating my daughter.
1: So, how often do you shower?
0: Splish, splash. I was taking a
1: bath. <laughs> they polled 5,000 Americans. And Kev, what do you think they said? How often do you shower? At least once a day. That's what
2: I would have guessed. Yeah, I'd say once a day.
1: Over a third said they don't shower regularly 62 percent of us say at least once a day including 11 percent who said more than once which yeah. that happens to me in the summer a lot of times that'll
2: happen to me today
1: yeah uh 20 percent said every two days six percent said they wait till every third day to shower what <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this is all in the news because i guess like uh celebrity couple ashton Kutcher and um myla kunis i think is her name uh, they said something like oh we we tell our kids to take a bath when they stink Ugh.
2: <laughs> so, see when you're rich and famous it's eccentric yes. when you're a normal person it's just being a slob right, right.
1: <laughs> parenting man it's a tough job coming up what would you say mom and dad is the most stressful time of the day as a parent hey mom and dad what's the most stressful time of day When it comes to being a parent.
2: Um, Probably those hours between when your eyes open and when you
1: fall asleep. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Okay. With little, little kids, I would have guessed. um, I've heard like between like two and dinner time is really rough. Mm -hmm. Uh, But over half of parents agree it's school day mornings.
2: Yeah. Uh, It's
1: crazy. It's especially hard this year because two out of every three families say they lost any sense of a morning routine Mm -hmm. when the kids were at home learning online. 60% Sixty percent of moms and dads say one of the first struggles is just getting their kids out of bed. Mm-hmm. Close to sixty percent of moms and dads also say they admit they've been late to work at least once because their kids took so long getting ready for school. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you, Kev? Oh yeah, late we should we'll work? talk
2: about this. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about the whole struggle getting out the door. I agree. That is easily the most stressful if that's
1: ever happened to you feel free to weigh in so
2: the morning rush just getting out of the door in the morning for you and your spouse and all of your kids oh my gosh it can be so stressful is it in your house or do you have it like down to a everybody's got to be at the breakfast table at this time and out the door at this time how does it go in your house is it stressful i know it was for my wife oh my gosh we're going to talk about it next We're talking about how stressful it can be just trying to get out the door with the kids in the morning. And uh, my wife, man, with our four kids, here was the biggest stress for her. All of the kids, completely different with how they would sleep, wake up, get ready, the whole bit. Like one of our, we have one son, three daughters. Our son, particularly when he got in high school, required Tracy's assistance getting ready because he had very long curly hair. But at the time, the style was to flat iron it so it looked straight. So she would, she would straighten his hair probably three three days out of five going wow. to school in the morning.
1: That takes a lot of time.
2: Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, she's coordinating getting the other ones ready, where one of our daughters would get up, get ready, like sitting at the front door ready to go. No worries about her. The other one, Amber, if the bus came at eight, that kid could sleep till 759 <laughs> and be out the door looking great with just like a minute to get ready. I don't know how she she can still do it today. She wow. can get ready like with no time and be ready to go. But for the people who are waiting for that person,
1: who so stressful
2: drives the sm- stress meter up to eleven, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then our our youngest daughter, she's kind of the same way. Sometimes she'll take a long time getting ready. Sometimes she all she needs is a minute, and she always looks great, no matter which one. But with her, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, with Amber, you knew. Okay, she's taking it to the last minute because that's how she rolls. Well, then on top of all that, there was there was one year where they were going to three to one daughter went to a magnet school on the other side of town. One was going to a high school in our old neighborhood and youngest was going to middle school in our new neighborhood. So trying to get all three of them where they needed to be on time and looking half decent, I think probably took 10 years off of Tracy's
1: life. I believe it. So how about you? Parents are saying that school day mornings is the most stressful aspect uh, our time of day is for being a parent no is that the same with no you we'd love to peek behind your curtain
2: we're talking about how first thing in the morning trying to get the kids out the door for school is the most stressful time of the day for mom and dad. that's what
1: parents said according to a new survey and i was talking to my sister about the very first day of school with her freshman and senior daughters and she goes up there and like one of them sitting with a blanket around her and the other one's still in bed and she's like um, aren't you guys stressed about getting to getting gussied up and ready for school? And she said she just has to like look away and let them decide if they want to be late for school. She's not going to yeah. nag anymore at this huh. age. But our, our producer, producer Griffin, Griffin yeah. his
2: his wife is. Uh Getting the kids ready for school every morning. Yeah. What, four and five year olds. Yes. Um, so they pretty yeah. much still are in that that frame of mind where they have to listen to what mom says. <laughs> well, yeah, they're supposed to listen to what mom says. Right?
3: <laughs> but I, I'll give her credit so far. I mean, we're really early into all this. She has a system down. Really? Clothes are laid out the night before. Lunches are made. So all the kids have to do is like get up, eat breakfast, get dressed and go. Oh, wow, go. that's good. Yeah, it just, it's funny, we we're talking about this just last night. I was asking her, I was like, Sarah, how long are you going to keep this system up? Like, you're on top of things. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just the start. You know, you have 12 plus years of this ahead of you. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so that's good. That's tough.
1: Because then that means she has way less time to relax when the kids are in bed because she's up. She's getting all everything that stuff.
2: ready, right? Well, they'll hit the age, wow. too, where they can start making it for themselves, but then that'll become a thing. Right. Because it'll be, they'll be getting, walking out the door, where's your lunch? I didn't make it. I need lunch money. All <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. And then it'll be the whole thing. It's so much cheaper if we make your own lunch. Yeah. So, Huh. But she's on top of it right now. So, so That's far. awesome. Yeah. Go Sarah. Good. Yeah. So far, so good. We should check in again at, uh, I don't know, the Christmas break. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and see if it's all still in place.
1: Okay, so you got to admire the job that is being a meteorologist because you have to come up with all these different creative ways to explain um that it's going to rain, that mm-hmm. it's wet, or when it gets really really hot, especially like it has been all over the country this summer. It's hotter
2: than Yeah, fill you're in looking, the blank.
1: you're kind of like there's only so many days of 105 you can come up with a new way to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, you'll have to admire this one Meteorologist for his creativity. He did not bake cookies on the hood of a car. He didn't crack an egg on a sidewalk. He decided to act like he was putting out the f- the temperature with a fire extinguisher.
0: <laughs> Whoa! Well, that didn't work as expected <laughs> what, did it, what
2: happened it
1: exploded
0: no
2: kidding on
1: camera like live in the studio <laughs> it was supposed to be this really cool mo- moment like psh-
2: this is extinguishing the temperature it's right?
1: 105 again we gotta psh- <laughs> cool things off with my fire extinguisher and it, psh- it exploded <laughs> listen, listen again this is so funny whoa
0: oh, that didn't work as expected <laughs> well
1: there is any uh his laugh is like 20 octaves higher any question
2: if it was live oh yeah
1: and thankfully no one got hurt i wouldn't be playing it for you right, I just was right. So funny. <laughs> when was the last time you had to put on a brave face just for your kids that just happened to our producer griffin and he hmm. said he was really scared on the inside, but huh. had to be strong, in brave control. dad on the, dad outside, on the huh. outside.
2: Griffin, our producers in the studio with us, and Taylor was hinting that you had to be uh, put on a brave face for the kids. Yeah, uh, with something that was going on. I think every dad has done that, particularly when you're lost, like uh-huh. you have no idea where you're going. Right, but you tell everyone, "Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we, I got it. <laughs> another another, <laughs> another mile, and we turn left." Yeah. <laughs> you have
3: no idea where you are. So, what what happened to you? Yeah, we took the other day we took the kids on a hike. We were at a big park, we're in the woods, and uh we're heading back towards the car. You know, it's right in the middle of the woods on this trail, and I'm leading the pack with I have our dog Henry, mm-hmm. and my wife and kids are behind me, and suddenly my wife says, Griff, stop! Look! I'm like, what's what's going on? And I look down and a couple feet in front of us. There's a huge snake. Ooh, <gasps> hello. It turns out it was a rattlesnake. Oh, my God. No I'm talking kidding. like at least five or six feet long.
1: Oh, my goodness That's what it gracious. seemed like to me.
3: Like it was pretty long. It was a big snake. I've never seen a snake that big outside of a zoo. Did he look ill-tempered?
1: <laughs> I mean, he was moving around,
3: and he looked pretty fat, like he may have just eaten something. Ooh. Like Which is good. I guess, so yeah. Yes. Kind of right. Good sorry, I'm, I'm
2: full. I couldn't bite another human. All
3: right. <laughs> and he kind of blends in with the, you know, the leaves and the trees. And right, if my wife hadn't said anything, I would have just kept walking, <gasps> and who knows what would have happened? Might yeah. have gotten
1: your dog or oh, you.
3: I know, or, I know. Oh, it freaks me out thinking about it. Um, so we we all stop, and he's right in the middle of the path. Yeah, so and we just kind is? of stand there and. The kids are kind of like, uh you know, they're getting a little scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying not to be scared. Oh, but kids, on the there's inside, nothing to be scared of. <laughs> it's scary. A big snake. You don't know. Oh, like, you Those things are fast. They can uh, come yeah. after you if they want, whatnot. So, uh, I've seen Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my, wa- my wife is probably the braver one. And uh, she was kind of telling us, you know, let's just stay here for a second. Let's see what he does. And uh, eventually, just a few minutes, maybe a minute he eventually kind of crawled into the woods, slowly slithered, slithered oh, away. Oh man. And uh, we waited till he got a good distance away and then we walked way on the other side as fast as we could. <laughs> and then I am leading them the rest of the way back to the car and I'm looking everywhere making sure well, yeah. there are no it's snakes. Kind of like step a, stepping sisters? on something in the ocean. You're yeah. like double time hit to get right. out. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. And, you know, afterwards, you know, the kids are like, Oh, that was the coolest thing. Oh, you know, we saw a snake and, you know, <laughs> I wasn't scared, Daddy. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Of course but, you were. I carried you. <laughs>
1: <right>. <laughs> and you're like, I know you gotta change the underwear for the kids, but what about
3: me? I could have used it.
1: <laughs> so, um, I don't know about you, but um there's a lot of times that I, I see trends in um in haircuts and styles and I'm just scratching my head like what in the world is that all about? <laughs> what is and there's one I had to Google. I'll tell you about this haircut next. It's so fascinating to me to watch fashion and hairstyles and how things come and go. And mm-hmm. like, they always come back. Yeah. My sister was talking the other day about how hard she would work to get her bangs to curl just right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember when you used to do that. Yeah. We had pictures of her and her twin with the same loop on their bangs. Yeah, my wife
2: had that for for a while. Yeah. That was back in 1980-something. Well, guess (laughs) what
1: is a super popular haircut right now? It'd be interesting to see if one of your three daughters ends up getting it, Kev. Have you heard of the wolf cut? Like the animal, W-O-L-F? No. Wolf. Men and women are doing it. So I I was like, okay, I got to Google what this is, what it looks like, the before and after pictures. Uh, So here we go. What is the wolf cut? It's a soft, shaggy combination between a classic shag haircut and a severe mullet. (laughs) Severe mullet? hashtag wolf cut hashtag has 207 million views featuring TikTokers before and after. No kidding. So it's tons and tons and tons of layers. And your hair has so much layers. I'm wondering if you like could qualify as having a wolf cut.
2: Like as it is right now? Yeah. I'm going to say no because you said it was a mullet. I just got my hair cut on Friday. And uh, Janine, who cuts my hair, she mm-hmm. said, I'm trimming more off the back than you wanted because I don't want any of my clients having a mullet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they described it as a, 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 a severe mullet. Mm-hmm. Cross between that and a classic shag haircut. Yeah. I'd so, have to yeah. see a
2: picture of it, but yeah, I'm I'll show thinking, you some before and after count, count photos of that.
1: people. It's just tons and tons of layers.
2: I think you, sh- I've got an idea for you. What? Of a haircut that you should, hairstyle that you should get to bring back. And it could be no. a signature. You would be known for this. <laughs> I can, something You'd tells me
1: I'm not going to like two this. Two million idea. <laughs> TikTok
2: views. We'll talk about it next. So you're talking about this new hairstyle, the, the wolf, wolf
1: cut. It's like yes. a um,
2: a modern interpretation of the mullet. And i
1: with a shag.
2: I have an idea for you, Taylor. If the if the goal is you want to be internationally TikTok y famous, this is the style you you bring back, and I guarantee you you will get millions of views and people will be copying you. But you gotta be brave. You gotta be all in. There's no halfway in this one, because you ready? I'm
1: known for my brave haircuts.
2: <laughs> bring back the beehive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking full on Marge Simpson updo beehive. Involves what do you say? A
1: lot of hairspray, a lot of teasing, and a lot of not washing your hair. You'd only it's have to like do it. it's almost like a dread, but it's one giant one.
2: You'd only have to do it once. Like like just do it, right? Doesn't it involve the big huge curlers and you just kind of pile curls on top of curls or something. I don't
1: think there's a whole lot of curls. It's mostly just teasing it up, yeah, and making it like.
2: I bet really rough. with the right amount of curlers and the right amount of hairspray, mm-hmm. you could make it happen. You put it on you don't have to live with it. You put it on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. You can tell them like, "Oh yeah, this is my thing." Maybe even go around town, take a few pictures of you in different outfits around town with the beehive to and and post them on consecutive days, so it looks like you're living with it. And uh, yeah, I'm telling you, you will be an internet sensation.
1: Mainly because they're laughing at me, not because
2: bring back the beehive.
1: <laughs> this is not a good idea kev i'm sorry come on <laughs> my hair Dude. is so fine and thin i'd have to like buy hair to make a beehive <laughs> out of my head it's impossible i'm impossible. telling
2: you there will be someone that will do this and they will become internationally famous and i'm going to say i told you so that was your ticket to international start the
1: only thing i would get from that is a lot of women going